Howdy, Ags. Welcome back to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Well, we got another Aggie 100 story for you, Ags. Jessica Armstrong and her sister, Melanie Moore, Fighting Texas Aggie Classes of 2009 and 13, lead Armstrong properties, a full service real estate company that focuses on helping individuals find their perfect home and ranch in and around Aggieland. Armstrong Properties was the 30th fastest growing company in this year's Aggie 100. So pass it back and listen up to Jessica and Melanie as they share some really good bull. Well, Ags, we have got a special episode for you today. Jessica and Melanie, thank you so much for joining us on Aggie Growth Hacks and congratulations. Let me just start off. Congratulations on your back-to-back Aggie 100 wins for any entrepreneur to be one of the fastest growing Aggie companies is special, but you guys have done it year after year. So your team is amazing. You're amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We're really excited to be here. Yes, very excited. Well, we are all blessed to live and work in Bryan College Station. Your company has a college station office, but you're also headquartered in Caldwell, Texas, just up the road, but we're no longer students. What do y'all miss about not being students at AM? Man, I miss a ton of things about not being a student responsibilities for sure. But I think for me is just the camaraderie with um, all the people and being able to be a student and be around people that are like-minded and have goals and ambitions. And I've met some of my best friends from A&M while I was a student and I've had lifelong relationships with them since then and still to this day. And I think like back at just all the things that we were able to do together, those are one of my favorite memories of A&M. I'm just going to roll off of that too because the same for me we were talking about it and just the relationships that we built with all of the people the same age as you involved in the same activities it's just really fun no responsibilities miss that one a lot <laughs> um, but just living life and doing your thing and I mean that you'll never get those days back and you'll cherish those memories forever and then have those connections that do last a lifetime it's really neat. unfortunately I don't think the students quite realize how good they uh, have it they have yeah. no idea I mean and, and you could tell them through their blue in the face, yes. but they're yeah. just, I just want to get out. I, yes, I want right. to, I want to make real people money. Yeah. Yeah. I Man, enjoy, it. It. enjoy it as long as you can. And not 100%. just get out, yep. get out of college station too. Yeah. Yes. Right? But then you get out of college station, then you're like, you know what? It was really way better there. Yeah. Yes. Let's go back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to leave, but then you're like, oh, man, I wish I was back there. Yes. Love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Well, one of the favorite things that I have of doing Aggie Growth Hacks is learning about an entrepreneur's journey, right? That to me is is one of the most rewarding things and really figuring out what makes you tick, but also how did you become so successful, right? How did you now hit Aggie 100 twice, right? In a row, which is super cool. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Armstrong Properties, what you do, how did it start, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So um, I, I um, got into real estate in 2007. I was a senior actually at a and um, That's I was, a great time yeah, to get into real estate. Exactly, right? <laughs> I actually was um, working at a title company in Burleson County. Um, I had been working there as a student worker in high school and then continued working there in college. And I loved working at the title company. I loved just the interaction with the clients and the other real estate agents. And I did some abstracting work there. So I got to learn about the history of property. And that was 
was always fascinating to see that. And um, my senior year at AM, you know, I went to my boss and I was like, hey, I think I want to stay here full time. And he said, no. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. So if you can imagine, I'm like pumped up, like thinking I'm going to work at this title company for the rest of my life and make this a career because I absolutely loved it. And he just like crushed my dreams. <laughs> wow. And at the time, I did not realize like how much of a blessing and a mentor that he truly was to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he forced me to get out of my comfort zone and figure out some another career path. And in that, talking with the agents and the other people that would come in the title company, so many people were like, you should get a real estate license. You know, you should do this. You should try that out. And so I did. It was um, the last few weeks of A&M my senior year. And I got online and got my real estate license and decided to try that out and went to work at Remax in College Station over here um, selling real estate. And it was nothing like I had anticipated it to be and with a lot of things. But I think what we ended up doing is I wanted to open up my own company because I wanted to be something different than the traditional franchises in the real estate industry. And so my roots and my network and my connections started in Burleson County. And so I went back to Burleson County and partnered with a real estate attorney that was there. And we opened up a company in 2012 um, after I'd got my broker's license and it kind of just went from there. So, and Melanie joined and yeah, so I was a senior at A&M in 2013 and um, I graduated in August. So that whole summer I was over here finishing up. Jessica said, well, get your real estate license. I really need help. Come work with me, come work (laughs) with me. And, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do. So sounds great, you know, and she convinced me by paying for my classes. So got my license and that fall of 2013 and went to work with her. And that was kind of my first dealings with real estate. I didn't have any prior uh, like real estate business experience. So she taught me everything and kind of rolled from there. Well, I think that that's really interesting. So so you had a lot of experience and kind of went out on your own. And and so just so all of our guests know, y'all are sisters. We're sisters. So, so yeah. is, and, and, and you're, you're working in the business together. Right. And so that's an interesting dynamic. I mean, mm-hmm. thanks. you've got to make it work so that Thanksgiving and Christmas are aren't awkward. That's right. So, I mean, what, how do you guys make that where, I mean, cause you grew each, you grew up knowing each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And there are things that you do that you both love about each other. And <laughs> if your siblings, probably not, but how do you, you may take this one? How do, how do you do business <laughs> sure, together? Well, we're six years apart in age. And, um, so we were, you know, not living together for a long time, not around each other. So I did go work with Jessica in 2013 for a year and a half and then decided that I needed to probably grow up and maybe we both mature personally and in our business. So I did leave and go work for a different brokerage and I moved away from Caldwell for a little while, got married, all those things. And then I came back. And so came back to work with Jessica. We were trying to figure out it was 2018 or 2019. So we started our relationship again and it has been really great ever since. So I guess that's really how kind of we separated and then we came back together and is stronger now than it's ever been. And we have a pretty good working relationship just being straight straight up with each other and so I think that um, it took us realizing that we needed to be away from each other and mm-hmm. learn and grow separately because we were both really young in the business yeah. but then we realized
realized like how much stronger we could be together coming back together, like both given those years from growing. And I think like being self-aware is really important. Um, and also like respect, like I have the utmost respect for my sister and what she brings to the table and the value that she has. And I feel she feels the same way about me. Definitely. Um, and I think that that's really important when you're not only if you're dealing with other members of your team, but also even more importantly in a family situation, um, especially being in the dynamic of I'm the older sister, she's the baby sister of the family. So there's also that whole other dynamic, but um, that comes into play. But Mom I think and dad can't help you know, think, arbitrate yeah, business yeah. fights. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think we recognize each other's strengths and weaknesses and we complement each other really well. And I think that's been really powerful in the last few years when we've come back together with the company. That is so cool. So yeah. It's been really fun. Yeah. 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 And I know how that is. I, I employ my family as well. Yeah. I, it's, it's easy to pull family in. You're like, hey, I know you can do this. Can mm-hmm. you can right. you come in and help? But yeah. there are those instances where you're like, it's, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it, we come from a long line of family businesses. Our, our parents oh. actually own a family business and our family has always been really tight. And I would also attribute that to just like growing up in a family business environment has honestly like fostered our ability to separate that too, because our family is really good about business as business and personal as personal. And when you're at home and you're with your family, like you're not talking about business or what's happened that day. Really? And well, sometimes you are, but yeah, sometimes you try are. to keep yeah, it but it's, but you can laugh about it and kind of, you know, it's more lighthearted. But what a great example. Yeah. Yes, that's I think so that hard to plays do. a yes, really important really factor and just like how we handle ourselves too. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so as you have, have grown the business and you were, you're obviously successful and your company and the team that you have built is successful. What are the values that you have defined for the business and, and how, how have you seen that help your business grow? I mean, really, we'd like to know what the values y'all, yeah. y'all have got. So we actually, we didn't really have written established core values until, um, in 2021, we, um, 2020 was it? Okay. We still run together. Like, you know, we, in, implemented the EOS system. We needed, we were growing and we needed structure. And I'm sure you'll hear this a lot from entrepreneurs, but it really helped us like just kind of structure our business. And as we were growing, just kind of help mold that and help, you know, everyone feel comfortable there. So in doing that and implementing that, one of the things that they advise you to do is establish your core values. So what we did actually is um, we went to everyone in our company, our sales team, our um, admin team, and we, you know, hey, part of the EOS is establishing our core values. Like we'd really like you all to think about um, four core values that mean the most to you personally and professionally. And then let's get together and like create company core values. And this was such a cool experience, I think for us, because what we ended up realizing is that we, our whole team kind of already inherently had these core values that were the same. Um, We just never really defined them or made them written (laughs) pieces. So um, it was really humbling experience for us to go through. And with that, we kind of molded each one. So our first one is um, pursuing excellence. Like we have a team of people who like we're, we're pride in our work. And Let's I think try. that's, we want to make sure that we're producing excellence in everything that we do for our clients or for ourselves or in anything. Our other one is be authentic. This was really important to us because we want everyone to be who they are, not try to like mold into this, like our sales team, like be a sales agent. Like, we want you to be you. Like right. we don't want you to be this like salesy, you know, person just because you're a sales agent. We want you to attract like-minded people that be you are and be true to yourself. And, yeah. yeah. And who you are. Yeah. And that 
that helped us create our slogan, uh, we live the life we sell because we're trying to be like truly authentic, be who we are. We live the life that we're selling to everybody else. So yeah. that helped create that slogan. Yeah. It kind of fell in line pretty easily when we started <laughs> looking yeah. at this and, and then be innovative in the real estate industry. Like it's uh-huh. really important Love to it. stay innovative and we have a really awesome um, marketing lead that is constantly looking at new trends and stuff. And so it's really important for all of us to continuously look in that. So our whole team is constantly like, what do we need to do next to, you know, be prominent in the real estate industry? And then our last one was really interesting because like I said, we did this exercise in 20, coming out of COVID, 2020, 2021, and um, spread joy was really important to us. Like being a good steward in the community um, and just like creating that positivity that we felt was lacking at the time. You know, we all kind of went home and didn't work together and we were used to being working together, seeing each other every day. And then everyone went home in March and really didn't come back to the office until like July, August, sometime there. And that was really hard. So we kind of like had this idea um, during that time because everyone was so pressed and down and just like, hey, what can we do to spread joy? Like you turn on the news and you're seeing all these negative things and, you know, you go out in the world and everyone's just masked up and like hating life. and Like (laughs) what can we do? And so we created a marketing campaign and it was just really important to us to like put positivity back in the world um, and to create joy again and spread that joy. And so that was just something we did for our clients and the community and even like within the company, within the company, we tried to like spread joy through our team with random things (laughs) that year. And we like to try to continue doing that because that's really important. Like, you know, you make someone else feel good. Like you, you're going to feel good. Right. So that is so important. And, and, and before, you know, we kind of started recording, we were talking about this, your 10 year anniversary. Mm -hmm. He told on that spreading the joy that fits right into what y'all are doing for that. Yes. So the January 1st was our 10 year anniversary of the company. So congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Celebrating that. Celebrating that. Definitely. And we, um, really wanted to like throw this big client appreciation party and do something really big. We rebranded this year um, just to stay relevant in the marketplace as well. And um, we got to thinking like, you know, so many of our awesome clients either live out of town or out of state or just we didn't really know what the COVID rules were going to look like then with gathering. And so we came up with just like party in a box type thing. And so um, yeah, then this Thanksgiving, they're going to be mailed out as a thank you to our clients because we definitely would have made it 10 years without our awesome clients right. like putting their trust in us so yep. yeah we want to give that back to them I, I think one of your core values need to needs to be party you know <laughs> i mean between, between the joy that you spread with your clients with your yeah. team and you yeah. keep winning aggie 100s yeah. in that's the right. party that's here that's right. well you know it's really funny we do like that. to celebrate with our team <laughs> frequently we yeah. when we were rebranding um the our lady that was doing our branding she asked us you know like if you could sum up your entire team like what would that be and we were asking our team you know you know, it's kind of like a mullet, like a serious in the front and party in the back. Yeah, business in the front. <laughs> so Love like, it. Man, that's really our team. Like we can be business on and be serious when we need to be, but we also like to have a good time. I'm like glad you didn't time. work that into your, you know, I, yeah, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe you would attract that client. A <laughs> so we laugh about that in-house because um, it was funny. <laughs> so very cool. So is there, has there been anything 
anything that you can think of that has been a tipping point for Armstrong Properties as as you're thinking about your your journey here? Looking back, we've done a lot of you know reflecting on the last ten years um, lately, just given our anniversary and everything. And um, I think our tipping point was in about 2018. I'm a little fuzzy on the years now, but I believe it was 2018. You know, we just dove off in the deep end and we hired um, an in-house marketing person full-time and we um, branched out and opened a really small 200 square foot office space in South College Station. Like, hey, we're just doing this. Like we have the businesses moving this way and we have clients over here. And, you know, at the time it was like really scary because like adding more overhead, you know, to your plate. But it was like one of the best decisions that we made moving forward. Um, I remember our director of operations, she was like, Jessica, what are you committing us to? And I was like, yeah, super scary. Don't worry, we got this. And um, it was one of the best things that happened. Our our mark having in-house marketing really elevated our brand and the exposure of our brand. So being able to um, have the capital to finally like invest into our business, that was probably, I feel like where the biggest growth spurt came from. And it's just grown from there. Yeah. So yeah. it's the strategic think, investments that you made. Yes. Up front, the real scary ones that you don't know how it's going to pan out. But then, you know, from that, all that organic growth and it paid off, you know, just kind of rolled from there. And that's that's about the time that I came back in to work with Jessica. Yeah. And then just, you know, we hustled. Yeah. We hustled a lot. A lot so of hustle. You, you got it. I mean, you, you have to you have to have the belief in yourself and you have you invest in it. But yep. then y'all y'all got to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, and I, investing in their team. Yeah. No one no one cares about your business until you make them care about the business. That's, that's 100% correct. But we have really awesome. We're very fortunate. We have a really awesome team. And I think that being able to continue to invest in people to help you grow has been like 100% um, that peak in our business to help yeah. us get where we are today. Like we definitely wouldn't be getting back to back Aggie 100s if we didn't have those people help us get there because we cannot do it on your own at all. Not, right. not to put a bow on it or anything, but I mean, that goes back to the values that you have about how do you, mm-hmm. how do you be authentic? And it's not only, you know, allowing them to express themselves, mm-hmm. be, right. you know, and, and to be like, to don't be in a box, but to yeah. be like, I'm going to invest in you. Yep. I'm going to push you forward. I'm going to help you be the best part of you. And that's defined in the company. Yeah. yeah. And I can say from my perspective, Jessica, as our team leader and the owner of the company is really good at that with all the employees, like she supports them and everything. She encourages them. And on that point, she mentioned our director of operations, Cody. She This is her 10-year anniversary with Armstrong Properties wow. too. Yeah. So she's been a crucial part of building the team and growing the company. And then in 2018, when Jessica added the full-time marketing lead, she's still with us too. Nice. So, I mean, I think that speaks volumes for Jessica, just, you know, how she handles all of the team and she really does encourage them. It's pretty cool. So what is the Armstrong Properties BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goal? <laughs> World I domination. I mean, <laughs> who does, can't laugh at that when you say it? <laughs> well, for, Big Harry. For since 2018, it was Aggie 100. We had a client who actually was in Aggie 100 um, and got introduced to that. And ever since I found out like what Aggie 100 was, I was like, okay, we're doing this. This is our goal. And so we actually had a company retreat and put on our vision board Aggie 100. And then yeah. um, short to you know 2020, we were eligible to apply. So we applied and won, and then back 
to back this year again. So now I would say um, we have the we're doing EOS and we have our vision tracker and our tenure goal is to just be like the Central Texas leader in real estate. So. I absolutely love that. And we're about to go into our lightning round. But before we do that, let's take a quick pause here for a message from our sponsor. And we're back. All right. So this takes us into the lightning rounds and we have one rule, one rule only for the lightning round. You have one minute and we'll give you two, one for each other, (laughs) right? Uh, For this to answer your questions. All right. So here, are you all ready? Ready. All right. So the first question is what, and we're going to start here with you, Jessica. What is your favorite hack? This can be business. This could be personal. Anything goes here because we're Aggie Growth Hacks. Okay. So I will say personal. I think that it took me a really, really long time to understand that I'm just as important as my clients and my team members and I have to take time for myself and whereas like go on vacation or just like shut my phone off or do nothing whatever that is because if I'm not feeling good and I'm not the best that I can be then I can't be the what I need to be for my team members or for our clients and so that it took me a really really long time probably nine years of the 10 years <laughs> for to me learn to that. learn that you. and so I'm trying real hard I schedule it now in my calendars so it's me time and I do not cancel that appointment with myself. And I think that's been really, really important for me. Good for you. Yeah. What about you, <laughs> Or any entrepreneur. I think I'm going to spin off of that too, because um, she taught me that when I got into the business that I really need to make that appointment for myself. Nice. So now for me, it's for my family. Like I have to make sure that I dedicate my time to my family and my two girls and, you know, turn the phone off and, and that's hard to do in our business, but you know, it keeps us all sane and keeps us from burnout because you know, ultimately, like we're here for our clients 24-7. So, but we got to take time for our family and ourselves too. Not quite 24-7. I mean, yeah. I, I love y'all, but I'm not answering at two o'clock. <laughs> but if you those were trying to buy a house and you wanted to talk to your realtor, you would think very differently. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's true. <laughs> well, could you tell us um, what is the favorite bit of advice that each one of y'all? We have to answer this one as a team. Because okay, let's do it. Because we're sisters. Because <laughs> we got some really awesome advice growing up from our parents. So that's why I said we have to answer it together. All right, we well, hurry, though. At the time, it wasn't awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, for us, like when we were growing up, uh, we were constantly told if it was hard, anyone can do it. And no, if it we, was easy, if anybody. If it was easy, I'm sorry. Yeah. I totally messed that up. If it was easy, anyone can yeah. do it. And so it was really frustrating to hear, you know, when you're younger. Everyone would do it. And so. I think like that was just something that like, you know, it was good device because real estate is hard. Real estate is a hard industry. Most but a people, lot of people get into it and think it's easy. Yeah. Okay. It's glamorous. You just drive yes. around all day and <laughs> yes. open up people's houses. Yes. How hard is that? It's a but house it is, there's a lot more that goes into it and it is hard. And like what we've seen is a lot of agents that get into the industry, they're change careers in the first three years. So to be sustainable in it, it is not easy. And I think Jessica's learned that too as the business owner side of it. Yeah. But I think that's been the best advice that we were given is just like having that mentality mentally to know like, hey, this is going to be hard, but we can do it and we're going to make it through. All right. So here's the next question. All right. What is y'all's superpower? Let's start with Melanie. Oh, man. 
Can we answer for each other? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Even better. Because <laughs> this is hard. Okay. We don't like to talk about ourselves. Yeah, you can yeah. answer for me. So, Melanie's superpower, I think this is really easy and obvious to everyone, maybe not her, but she is our um, senior salesperson on our team, but she's also a member of our leadership team. And I think that she, her superpower is being able to look at those both of those perspectives and bring what is good for the company to our leadership team. And I think that's really hard to do when you sit in those roles. But it's really powerful and it's really powerful for me as the team leader too to have that perspective on our team. So I think that's her superpower. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so for Jessica, I definitely think it's her big vision, you know, the true entrepreneurial spirit that she brings. And she has big ideas and sometimes they're super scary, but it's truly a superpower because not everybody has that or is blessed with that. So she can see big picture ideas and then she just needs help, like baby steps on getting there. But she can have the vision and she can see it and she goes out there and gets it and figures out how to see it through. So you are not the integrator is what I heard. I am not. <laughs> she is the not. She is the visionary or whatever it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, definitely not the integrator. <laughs> Big vision right here. It's really cool. That is so amazing. What gets y'all excited and out of bed about your business every day? I think for me is, I mean, just being an entrepreneur, there's lots of things that get you out of bed every day. Um, but the passions side of it is I love helping others um, with their goals and ambitions and their dreams. So just like helping other entrepreneurs, like if they want to start their own business and they need a space or maybe they've um, worked for their goal to be able to buy their first house or buy their first piece of land or whatever that is, like just seeing their dreams come true and helping them make their dreams a reality. Like to me, that's one of my favorite parts about the real estate industry and what I do. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, we were fortunate to grow up on a cattle ranch. And so kind of growing up, we've always had that agriculture background and that's part of our farm and ranch real estate section of Armstrong Properties. So what I truly love is getting up and helping people find a piece of land. I like being out there with them on the land. That gets me going. And then just seeing people like their lifelong dream, maybe to own a small ranch or a big ranch and and just seeing that through and helping people get there or someone that has a legacy ranch, you know, working with them to get it to sell it for the next owner. That's it's really special. There, I mean, it gets you. Ranches. Yeah. yeah that, so that gets me out of bed every day. So <laughs> and awesome. when kids wake me up at five. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all so much for coming on Aggie Growth Hacks and sharing your entrepreneurial journey and really just all these really golden nuggets with uh, the listeners of Aggie Growth Hacks and really coming on right before you're celebrating the Aggie 100 win. How can the Aggie Network get in touch with you? Well, we are all over social media. Isn't that where, where you need to be these days? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, our website is um, armstrongpropertiestx.com and we're on Facebook, Armstrong Properties and Instagram, Instagram. all the things, Twitter, I think. <laughs> um, but also you can stop by our location in South College Station. We're in the SoCo location at the yard in College Station. And then we have an office downtown in Caldwell and we love for people to come in the office and just come visit with us. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. We can't wait to party with you tonight yes. and congratulations to you and your amazing team on back-to-back -back Aggie 100 wins. Thank you Thank so much. You.
Well, how about that, Eggs? Was that pretty cool or what? I know that Jessica and Melanie shared some really good value bombs with us on how they have grown their business. What was your favorite hack? Well, first off, I'd like to say that that I've gotten to know Jessica and Melanie a little bit after meeting them for the podcast and celebrating with them for Aggie 100. And it's just been really cool to see how they have really grown and led their team. Uh, as we're recording this, I mean, shoot, everybody knows this is 2022. 2023 interest rates are going up dramatically for the first time in a long time. And so that obviously impacts their business and how they focus, but they've really led their team to be very laser focused on what they want to achieve and where they want to be. But all of that is based upon their clients. And that's really what I took away from it in in a business that is highly, highly, highly transactional. I mean, I've been out of school for 20 plus years and I've only bought two houses. so it, it, it's not like you have like repeat customers and not that like uh, like Chris, like with your business, a recurring revenue model. Right. That doesn't happen for them, but they are so focused on their customers. What I mean, I love how they talked about celebrating their 10 year anniversary with a thank you party for all of their customers. Some of the customers they may have only served and helped one, maybe two times. But the fact that they are so highly focused on what their customers needs are and drive everything that they do to, to serve those clients and then to thank them. That's super cool. I think that that's a lesson that all entrepreneurs know, but need to be reminded of every now and then. What about you? What'd you take away? So I completely agree with what you just said. I I think that for me, uh, you know, when Jessica said that you've got to take time out for yourself, right? That you're just as important as your clients and your employees and your family. And and you've got to take that time to yourself, right? Sometimes as business owners, you get pulled in a thousand different directions at any given point. I mean, literally. And you business owners that are listening to this, you're like, yeah, that was like today. That was like five minutes ago, right? It's important to just say, hey, I'm not going to, I'm and block out that time, you know, on your calendar to say, this is me time, right? No one else is going to come in. No one else is going to talk to me. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to check in with my vision because that's, that's one of the most important things that business owners can do is make sure that you're living your life according to your vision, right? Not to somebody else's vision because we're not employed. We're not we're not building someone else's vision. This is our vision for our company and our life. And ultimately, our businesses are a reflection of that life. So it's a super important to do to to actually take that time, give your me me time. You know, whether that's an hour here, whether that is an entire day, whether that's a whole week during the summer or during your slow time. You know, it's it's important. And and we're recording this. You know, at the the end of the year, right? And that's a perfect time, honestly, for every business owner to do exactly that, right? Check in on your vision. Make sure that that this past year is going according to that vision. And, and if not, then how do we adjust to make, the, make our business go back to that vision? But then also to, as you're reviewing that, mm-hmm. to go ahead and set a date for with yourself. Well, right. Absolutely. Like, like an actual date, yep. date, like date and time, yep. but a time that you specifically are saying, I'm going to take this time away. Yep. I'm going to, it, I'm going to take care of me. So mm-hmm. while you're doing something that you enjoy, but then allow you push everything else away and get back to that center. That is that is not Absolutely. selfish. That is no. not that is not serving self-serving to you because I Chris you said it spot on. This is your company. This is right. your vision. If you're not clear and you forget where you're going, then yeah. how the hell do you expect the people behind you to know? Right, right. Absolutely, you know. So, I've got a bonus one here also, right? Okay. And and this is just something that I've been noticing over the how many episodes have we have rec- recorded at this point? Around 70, 80 
80, something well, like that. We're, we're going to hit this season. Dude, we're going to hit 100 episodes this season. <laughs> I can't even believe that. Yeah. But after all of those, right? And I have noticed that the really successful Aggie entrepreneurs that, that we interview are on EOS, Entrepreneurs Operating System, right? She talked about EOS extensively throughout the interview and how she is leading her team using that system. And, and you know, I think that if you're not on EOS, you know, I, I, I'm in evangelistic mood right now. And, and I'm just going to say, if you're a business owner, you don't know what EOS is and you don't know what Entrepreneurs Operating System is, go get a book called Traction by Gino Wickman right now. Like literally stop this, you know, and head to Audible, head to Amazon, wherever that you're going to get your book, go get that book now. Dude, 100%. We both know and love that book, that system, and and we've seen it impact and help entrepreneurs. So do yourself a favor, Ags, and go check that out. While you're there, if you're not connected with Jessica, with Melanie, with Aggie Growth Hacks, you're all, you're already on the web. You're searching up Audible or Amazon. Connect with each one of us, whether that be LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, wherever it is. You can check out the Aggie Growth Hacks amazing content at aggiegrowthhacks.com where you can hear this episode again and our previous episodes. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head on over to their website now to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin. Well, join us next time, Ags, when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Till then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig em. Whoop!